0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. I'm your host. I'm your driver. I'm so happy you're here joining me today. I have a very, very special guest in the passenger seat today uh, because this has been a fucking week, and I thought, no, who better to dissect it with me than one of my dearest friends, one of the funniest people I know, the very sweet, very smart, very talented Zachary Schiffman. Zachary Schiffman. Hi, uh, Ellie, I could say
1: all the things about you. So it's sort of, sort of like you compliment me as like a mirror, kind of.
0: Right, 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 right. <laughs> Zach and me grew up in like the same hometown area. He denies this, but I know for a fact.
1: Listeners, you're, you're, I, everything, I take back everything I said. She's a liar. <laughs> this is not true.
0: Zach literally did not like me. We I have no, be, re- like, like I- it's true.
1: I don't have any. So Ellie has created this narrative that when we were in high school. Created a narrative. So we like had a mutual best friend, Becky Keishan. Am I allowed to say her name?
0: Um, Yeah, you can say her name. Okay.
1: Uh, But Becky Keishan and she and Ellie and I like knew of each other in high school, whatever. We went to different high schools doing theater. And Ellie has created this narrative that I hated I did not
0: create this narrative. You told Becky that I was annoying. That doesn't mean I hated you. Also, Also, I don't think I ever said that. Okay, whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter now. I think not Here's
1: the issue. I think that we probably met, you came to a playback show or something like that, and you weren't immediately obsessed with me, which is like, <laughs> okay, all right, well, it's like wrong. That
0: sounds right to me, yeah. actually. I feel like that is something that would have happened.
1: I think we did meet at a playback show. I'm sure show. that
0: we met yeah. at some point. I came to everything Becky was in, ever.
1: So you saw me be offensive in Legally Blonde?
0: I did. I saw Legally Blonde like four times. Yeah. I'm not kidding.
1: <laughs> My part was bad.
0: Yeah. Well, no, you were great. Thank you. You're so welcome. Anyways, so <laughs> <laughs> what an episode. Um, okay, so <laughs> what has happened? What has occurred? I don't even know where to begin. So some of you might know, if you follow me on any social media <laughs> platform, that I've been having a little bit of a mental, a little Menti bee this week. Just a cute little, cute, fun Menti B. Um, and it's, it's, it's because, unfortunately, this week we have to discuss the death and the downfall of Shrimp Cocktail Man. Mm. So, yeah, I haven't told Zach exactly what happened. Like, he knows that something happened, but not like what happened happened because I want him to react live alongside all of you. Because
1: also you told our friends to an evening I wasn't invited to. Oh, my God. <laughs> you told all of our you... friends when I wasn't invited. You guys all went to some fancy cocktail <laughs> restaurant. <laughs>
0: restaurant yeah yeah i was not
1: invited actually i was busy but i I was not i was busy and i was invited i just wasn't urged to come right
0: right right right. we weren't like exactly like drop your plans
1: because my plans were fluid okay
0: but we thought that you had like solid plans whatever okay uh, whatever (laughs) 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 okay so here's what happened so i was seeing this guy y'all know shrimp cocktail man we call him really liked him. He was doing everything right, perfect, and like really felt like he had changed and like was really making this commitment to me. So we're at dinner on Tuesday night and I'm sitting there with him and we're having a great time. I have a little glass of wine. I'm thinking it's gonna be a fun, sexy evening. And then I said, hey, by the way, because we'd been talking about this, I was like, I'm gonna go and get tested this week because we didn't want to keep having sex with condoms and so we were both gonna get text- tested tested for that and I was like I'm just so you know like I'm not sleeping with anybody else and I don't I don't really want to be seeing anybody else but like would love to hear your thoughts on that super normal casual chill thing to say not even asking for him to do anything truly just like me saying where I'm at this motherfucker he goes I've actually been meaning to say something to you about this. Oh my God. Um, I just don't think I'm, like, emotionally ready to be in a relationship. Oh, my God. Right now. And I said, what? And he said, like, I don't know, like, in the next couple months, if I would be, like, ready to be in a relationship. And I was like, once again, what? So he's telling me all this shit. He's, like, contradicting himself a hundred times he's telling me in one breath you're the perfect woman truly like i want to be with you and i want to hang out with you like i have so much fun with you you're amazing but then also saying like mm, but like don't know if this is ever going to be anything more than like whatever it is right now i'm sorry excuse me? Pardon? Pardon? He's like, we could just like kind of keep going um, and then like check back in in like a month and see how things are. Che- and what
1: are you going to do? Waste your month?
0: Literally waste my fa- I mean, this
1: is exactly, that's, a- that's similar to what happened to me. Yeah. Where my, when my ex broke up with me, he said, uh, it was May and he said he wanted to be he said he wanted to break up, be alone in the fall, and I was like, "What? Well, I'm supposed to just sit here and be prisoner to you while you make up your mind? No, you get, okay. you tell me now, or you or you suffer."
0: The, literally, and like he will, but like he, he's sitting there. I'm sitting there, by the way, sobbing. Yeah, of course, I'm sobbing at this restaurant. It's like embarrassing. Help! I'm
1: stuck at the restaurant. Help!
0: I'm so, Help! I'm stuck at the restaurant, and like mascara is running like the weight staff is staying away from us because i'm literally crying they're like it's embarrassing <laughs> i'm basically sitting there like a- a- trying to fight for him and for like the relationship and be like okay i'm not saying we need to be like in a relationship right now that's not what i said at yeah. all i literally said like i don't want to see other people which is not the same thing and like trying to be like so he kept being like Oh I like I just feel like I have so much work on myself that I need to do and like growth on myself that I need to do and like I don't know how to be alone and I don't feel like I can learn how to do that while I'm in a relationship. Okay, so riddle me this. Why? Why? Why did you put me through this? Yeah, and he also sitting sexy for the third fucking time. Why did you do this? I mean, I really keep coming back to this. Why did you do this? Why?
1: I think, I mean, I think he's clearly like obviously emotionally stunted, but I think he's also like, I mean, I don't know how much, I I don't know how much we can say about it, but like he's clearly someone who's like well versed in appropriate terminology when it comes to mental health and these things. And this is something that I think about a lot is like the weaponization of those terms. I honestly think
0: straight men weaponize mental health terms. They do.
1: do. This this man like knows the ways to not sound like an asshole, but all he's saying is, ooh, I want to keep hooking up with you and seeing you, but I don't want to be with you. That's all he's saying. Right. But he's using the language of I don't know how to be alone because it'd be different if uh, the first time I get it, use that one time, I get it. Even the second time, sure you're a tortured person but this guy's not tortured this guy just wants to fuck you he's and fine, like- not ha- bear the consequences of it and he's using appropriate language he's using mental health language weaponizing it devaluing it for people so that he can get continue getting away with this shit
0: i mean to be clear i think he definitely has some shit going course, on and like i do think he has shit he needs to work on but here's a couple other things that he said that just like really struck me. Like he does not know how to be alone. Like he couldn't. I asked him once. I was like, "So if I made you sit in a hotel room for one night, like by yourself, can't like text anybody and just hang out with yourself?" He'd be like, "Oh, a torture, torture
1: chamber." I said, well, "That's my dream." I'm a, I'm a huge extrovert. And I'd be fine with that. <laughs> that's my dream
0: yeah. come true. Like just weird shit like that. But then also he he said to me that like his therapist basically had been like what are you doing? Like, why are you seeing someone right now? Do you know how many times in my entire time seeing a therapist that she has in straight terms told me, don't do this? Never. Because therapists don't do that unless you're doing something that is so fucking like destructive. Or he's
1: making that up. For
0: sure. But also it's like, why are you not? I don't know. Like, Yeah,
1: therapists aren't allowed. and He has a bad therapist then.
0: (laughs) Well, it's just like, Bro, if everyone in your life, which is what you're telling me, your mom and your therapist and your friends are saying you're not ready to be in a relationship, why? Are you, then why did you do this to yeah. me? Why are you not listening? Like, you want to work on yourself? No, you don't. Like, no, you don't. Like, you're just going to keep doing this because if you actually wanted to work on yourself, if you actually wanted to get your shit together, guess what? You can get your shit together while also in a relationship.
1: You I think that also they're like it's like these things are like a, I'm staring at Ellie's faucet. These things are like a faucet where like <laughs> you can have this conversation and bring this up and you guys can like like work on this together. And it'd be different if he was bringing this up when you like you were saying I'm not sleeping with anyone else. He's saying he's using that as his springboard to open up his issues with being alone. No, if he meaningfully wanted to like talk to you or someone about that it would have come up on his own terms. But he's not bringing it up on his own terms. No. He's bringing it up as a reaction to you. And it's like, what you're saying is like, you can work on yourself while being with someone because these things are like faucet. It's not like you're like faucet all the way on married. It's like, you know, it's like you can make a little more drip little drip. drip. drip yeah. While you can also, I don't know. What's the other analogy to this? There's a little drip drip, but then you're also washing <laughs> the pan. What? Anyway, and that's actually a perfect analogy. That no, 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 100%, I understood that
0: completely. <laughs> yeah,
1: Like if he's a dirty pan, well, I guess if he's a dirty pan, he'd want to Okay. Anyway, I take it. I scratch it. I take it all back. But the point is this: like, like sleeping with someone exclusively does not mean, oh my god, I'm bound to you, right? And it's also not like it doesn't like deter you from doing work on yourself.
0: No. And if you think of relationships as an excuse to not work on yourself, you shouldn't be dating. Like you shouldn't be dating. Right. But also, again, I want to come back to this why did you do this to me? I was fine. I was minding my own fucking business. I was doing great. I have this hard fought, hard won piece in my life. I have great friends and a great job and a great apartment. Everything in my life was calm and stable and fine. And, And you came in and said, I'm ready for something. And then you couldn't follow through with it. What the fuck? Why did you do that to me? You didn't have to. You literally didn't have to do it and you did. Why?
1: And how long has it been since you guys like started seeing each other again? Mm, Like six weeks, maybe two months. Right. That's long enough where it's like you would it just the thing that pisses me off more than anything is the fact that he didn't bring this up. Yeah. It came from something you said. Like it's like if you hadn't said that, you would have wasted another three weeks, four weeks. Who knows? Dude, I know. know? I kept
0: thinking that. Like if I hadn't said that, how long would he have let me drag it out? And it's just so unfair, too, because it's like
1: I mean, I'm dealing. I don't want. I, uh, no, go for it. I told my ex that I would not talk about him in media anymore uh, Who cares? because I talk about him uh, a lot uh, in public places. But so? <laughs> the point is this: he and I are fine. We're on good terms now. Whatever he keeps wanting to like text me and talk to me. Yeah, and I'm like, and I know he doesn't want to be with me anymore. I know I shouldn't be with him anymore. So I'm like, you don't get access to me. Absolutely like, not. He like, and so like, we were texting a bunch, and I was like, we can't be texting like. I don't know, and I think this is a very similar situation where it's like, this might make you feel good, but this doesn't make me feel good. No, Like this guy wanting to be with you despite not wanting to be in a relationship with you, it's just selfish. It's just like, you don't get access to me if you can't provide me anything.
0: No, it is selfish. And like, he just kept being like, but you're you're perfect and you're this and that. It's like, I know. Because I'm literally, so we were like, after at the restaurant, we like went back here. We came back to my apartment. I'm crying, by the way, like the whole way home. And he's like, I don't know, keeps trying to kiss me and holding my hand. We come in here. I'm like sitting on his lap on the couch, by the way, sobbing, still sobbing. And I just be like, it's hard, A, because this has been my fear the entire time that one day you were just going to wake up and change your mind Mm -hmm. like you have done before fucking two other times. And he was like, that's not what this is. I'm not changing my mind. Like, I still want you. But it's like, no, you don't. Like, you didn't, though. You never did. And so I'm sitting there. I'm like, you, I know you can't. You can't really comfort me right now because like you're not going to say anything that's going to make me feel better. And he's like, well, I think you're literally amazing. That's what I do know. Like, I do know that I was so excited to introduce you to my friends and this, that and the other thing. And just like empty bullshit. But I'm sitting there. I literally was just truly begging him to just like tell me one thing that i needed to hear that would make me stick around because mm-hmm. i just wasn't like i was so sad like i didn't want it to be over and like the alarm bells were going off in my head and i knew that it was bad but i was like
1: but it's the third time i know <laughs> Sorry. it's the third time
0: <laughs> and like i just didn't i wasn't ready to like end anything or have it be over so i'm just like listening to him and trying to make myself feel better and then I'm confused because I don't know what to do. And then we hooked up. Which was even more confusing. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Um, it just felt like the right thing to do in the moment, I guess. Although, by the way, how can you be insatiably like horny while I'm? How are you gonna like be trying to make out with me while I'm sitting on your lap crying? <laughs> there is something really upset, like upsetting about that.
1: It's, honestly, whenever someone has tried to kiss me when I'm crying, I'm like, I don't is, like. Like, like, what are you doing? You're yeah. like Getting
0: snot on your face. Like, Ew, what are you talking it's about? It's gross.
1: It's like it's not, not. I'm not even. It's just like that is disgusting, and like something is wrong with you, where you can't read emotions. Because Because I don't think that the crying makes me think that.
0: No. Yeah. I'm like, and he's sitting there like stone faced, by the way. Yeah,
1: and he's dead to me. And he's like, yeah, for sure. Offense taken.
0: Offense taken. Like, he's dead to all of us. Here he lies. Here he's dead. And uh, he's sitting there stone faced. He's like, I wish I could be crying too. I'm like,
1: fuck you. Are you kidding? Run him over with a truck a hundred times. Enough.
0: (laughs) So we look up and I'm thinking he's going to like sleep over or something. And he's like, I should go because I don't want to like confuse things further. You don't think sleeping with me was confusing? That was the line for you. But you're not going to sleep here? Go fuck yourself. I
1: literally wish she was in a volcano. That is (laughs) unbelievable. I don't want to confuse him further. You entered me.
0: (laughs) Dear God, repeatedly. Yeah,
1: dear fucking God. And to be
0: clear, like I did initiate. Yeah, but still, like
1: confusing me. No, if you want, like you you don't get to enter me if you're gonna confuse me.
0: I'm already confused. So he leaves. I sob. Okay, I'm sobbing. I sob for like two days. I'm and the problem was what I realized was I knew what I wanted to do. I also knew what I needed to do, and they were not the same thing. I knew i needed to end things i knew i was just gonna keep getting hurt i knew he was not going to be able to give me what i needed but i just like kept it was like i kept waiting for him to just like show up at my door and be like i take it back like i didn't mean it like i I shouldn't have said that like i was wrong i didn't mean any of it and like i want
1: to be with you and like it's hard i think especially when like you and i think this is the way you talked about him like When you meet someone and you're like, oh, you're what I've been picturing in my head. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think that's how I felt a lot about my ex, where I was like, oh he i met him and i was like oh this is the per- like this is who i this is the this, the, is, exactly this is the kind it. of person i know i've been looking for unfortunately what that means is jewish uh, <laughs> Me but I, I, we are genetically <laughs> we bred are genetically to want bred this to want men. and there's nothing we can do about it but yeah. like i and met him and as i but also as i was falling for him i was like you are what i wanted you're what i've been looking for Yeah. i've said no to so many guys because that's not what i've wanted because i'm also responsible and if i don't of want course. someone i uh make it clear and then i end things uh but so it was hard I think it's hard when you, like, meet someone that you're, like, I would be willing to make sacrifice. I would be willing to be treated worse because you're what I want. Yeah. You know?
0: And, like, he he was great, like, the whole time. That's – it's hard for me to reconcile, like, the person that he was when we were seeing each other and the person that I'm seeing now that I'm, like, this is someone who is so stunted and so selfish and so just – I mean, I don't even know. Like,
1: is he a New York a City liar. kid? Right? He grew up in New York City. Yeah, yeah. One of the most dangerous types of people in, in America.
0: <laughs> Upper West Side Jew. Yeah, that is like oh, truly yeah. danger, like the danger. most horrifying
1: thing in the world because these people literally are not capable of processing emotions. Yeah. I have one good friend who I will not name who's an Upper West Side kid, but yeah, I don't. I don't think she's well. Uh, <laughs> I think that if you were born and raised in New York City, we've. I mean, we've got to do some sort of lobotomy and figure this out. It was something. Something. There's needs something to do some brain he, of, Like, I'm not. I'm not giving that as a pass for him, but like, of course. Yeah. Because he like has been getting on the subway since he was two. There's that's something not wrong okay. with you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, so... Like a
1: rich Upper West Side kid. Dear God, that's the scariest thing in America.
0: So he leaves and he's like, let's take a couple days and then just figure out how we want to go forward. Because he also kept saying like, I don't want to do this to you. So I want to make this your choice. If you're willing to keep seeing me, you know, knowing that I might not be ready for anything. And I'm like, how the fuck is this my choice? Because I've been so clear that I want you. So... This is not my choice, actually. This is your decision if you're going to be a fucking coward and yeah. run away or if you're not. But obviously, I'm sobbing, I'm crying, I'm whatever. And finally, on Thursday, 11.25 p.m., 11.25 p.m., I get a text from him. It says, hi, like literally like that.
1: <laughs> Eleven twenty two p.m okay hi don't mean to chat tomorrow exclamation point exclamation point, point at any point exclamation point oh, no sorry question mark question mark question mark understood if not ready slash still thinking things through what a weird what a horrible all the question marks so
0: many punctuation marks yeah i'm just such like a not reading the situation after i've clearly been like crying all yeah, over social media you- for two days like what are you talking so i said right away because i was like i'm not even yeah of course i can't do this i said I almost said his name. Um, <laughs> <From cocktail>.
1: uh,
0: <laughs> this is so hard for me, but is there really any point in meeting up? I can't keep doing this with you. I don't know. Like, I genuinely have been racking my brain trying to figure it out. I don't know why you would put me in this situation again. I don't think a time is going to come where you decide I am worth working on yourself for and worth committing to. But please correct me if I'm wrong. I like you. I don't want this to end. But I can't keep letting you hurt me like this.
1: I think that's really well put.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm not... He responds like an hour later, which, by the way, I was like, "Really?"
1: Well, I know you're on your phone. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like I
0: know that you're like whatever. So he responds an hour later. I'm not even going to tell you what he said because it was like pointless. It, it was empty words, empty apologies, empty "you're so wonderful" and I just liked you so much. It's like no, you didn't though. Like you didn't. Yeah. You found someone who made you feel good about yourself because I liked you. Yes. And like you, that felt good for you because you can't be alone. But like. It's also like, the, I think that the
1: not being able to be alone is such a cop-out thing because it's like, yeah, you're an extrovert. What is behind that? Because it's not like, oh, it's not like you need to like, it's not like learning to knit. Like, it's no. not like a skill. It's like, what is behind that? What are you afraid of You being- can't
0: be with yourself. You can't just sit in your own brain.
1: Like, right, exactly. What does he not want to face about himself that the support and reflection from others and from kind-hearted people like you, like, allows him to escape? Because, like- There's difference between there's difference between not being able to be alone and using thing using other people to fill up things that you aren't feeling.
0: Right, like you have this like yeah, there's like an emptiness, there's like a hole. Because
1: he's not by saying that it's like okay, great, I can't whistle, but it's like like (laughs) he's like, but he's like clearly even in saying that, avoiding the greater issue, which is like like,
0: you're not even trying though. Right, what is
1: there within him that he won't address?
0: probably some shit god only fucking knows right and that's not our job to figure that's it not out. my job at all but it's just as frustrating because Anthony was also saying like I always like go back and back to people and like I always think like something could have been more or you know even when I got back with my ex I was thinking about you oh,
1: god, what- yeah. oh my god I mean- and I
0: was like I'm gonna strangle you um and it's just like You're never going to be happy because you're just like digging yourself deeper and deeper in this hole. You're going to keep hurting people. You're going to be miserable. And the thing about me is I'm fine. Like, I'm going to be fine. Yeah, of course. Like, because I have worked hard to be fine. I like myself. I like spending time alone. I'm very happy on my own. I love being with my friends and my family and my loved ones. But I know who I am without any of that. So I'm gonna be fine. Um, but and like he's he's not, and that sucks, but it's also none of my goddamn business because whatever. I so he sends me this long text and I'm like, I don't even not reading this <laughs> too long, didn't read. Yeah, I'm not um, happy for you or what, sorry that happened. Is that what TLDR stands for? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You, you have
1: to assume contact closing. <laughs> yeah, contact okay.
0: clues. No, really, like so, so happy for you or sorry that happened. Not gonna read all that. Yeah. Um and I just said This was so special to me and I'm so sad right now and I don't think you're a bad guy, but I hope you understand when I say, please do not under any circumstances ever contact me again.
1: People also don't understand that that's like a very okay thing to do is to be like, don't contact me.
0: literally it's like
1: you don't get access to me no like and it's it's the other thing of like if we did not have phones you would have to get on a horse or you know and, <laughs> a, and before cars and before cars like,
0: right this was 1902 right like uh. you have to get on a horse
1: to come contact me it's too easy to contact people yeah and so therefore pretend it's 1902 and if you're gonna come contact me get on a horse <laughs>
0: Fight. Like, get on a horse go find my butler leave right, a calling exactly. card but don't also like literally don't leave right. me the fuck alone because you all you have ever done all I have ever done is fight for you all you have ever done is walk away and give me trust issues that I didn't ask for you have baggage you brought it into my life I didn't ask for that and now I have to deal with it it's yeah. bullshit like I, I <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this you know like
1: I mean, I think you did the right thing by saying, don't ever contact me again, because he seems like the kind of person who, he of, will. of course, would we'll contact will. You
0: And I'm like, if you, I'm not, I literally am not kidding right now. I mean, for legal reasons, I'm kidding. But like, if he ever fucking contacts me again, I'm, I know where he lives. Like, I'm showing up to his home with a pillowcase full of quarters, and I'm gonna beat the shit out of him.
1: <laughs> okay, but that's good for laundry. Pillowcase full of, um... Like, really heavy feathers.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, feathers. Like, not... Or
1: fire. Hate him with fire.
0: Oh, just burn him. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Dracarus. Burn it.
1: I think that's perfect. I think that's perfect. Here's the issue. I worry that he's not gonna work on himself. I don't
0: think and he And I think will. he's
1: gonna find someone stupid and uninteresting.
0: No, I think he's gonna find someone who will settle for the bullshit that he's putting up with. And I feel bad
2: for that person. But, or someone
1: who doesn't know they're settling. Like, you're smart and emotionally intuitive and wonderful and interesting. All the things he said about you. Like... <laughs> You see through right through that, and that's why you scared him. But, like, he's going to go find some girl who, like, is not going to notice any of that and doesn't, like, have an eyebrow raised about him.
0: Yeah, poor thing. And you know what? I bet he will think about me.
1: <laughs> I bet he will think about you.
0: I bet he will think about me. Um, But, so, shrimp cocktail man, he's dead.
1: R.I.P. R.I.P. Actually, R.I.P piss honestly yeah,
0: rest in, rest in piss. <laughs> oh we should fill his casket with piss oh cute that is so simple no, that is so simple like, rest
1: in piss i love that thank
0: you i didn't come up with it but i appreciate you saying that i like it i like it too no i and it's like whatever like i probably am never gonna think about him now because i'm just like, like i truly like i what am i supposed to do what am i supposed to do like right. be sad because i saw something great in somebody and they were just like fake like they didn't the person i thought i knew didn't really exist like okay I'm gonna move on then because yeah. what am I like? I was sad. I was sad. I was sad, and I'm still a little sad. But I can't waste my time being no. upset about this because then the motherfucker wins. This is he's, my, this is my Calvin Harris breakup. You know, I forgot that you existed. Oh
1: my god! <laughs> I think or the Lena Dunham clip where she's like Calvin Harris. She's like, <laughs> Calvin Harris. Yeah, uh, with the quotes. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's hard because like you are inevitably, of course, going to think about him. But you'll think about him when you meet someone else and that other person is so much better. (laughs) That's what I always hope is like when I meet someone else, I'll think about my ex in the terms of like, oh, wow, this person that I'm with now treats me so well.
0: Yeah. And you know what? I will say I think think in life like you have lessons that you need to learn over and over and over again, you know? And for me, one has just been that like having strong feelings for somebody is not enough to like make something work. Because like I've always really – You know, there's so much media like songs and movies and TV shows that tell you like if you really care about someone, you really like them and you have those strong feelings, then like it'll work out. You just have to keep fighting for it. And like that's just not true. Like I have these really strong feelings for him and other men that I've dated in the past and like it wasn't enough. Like I still ended up being unhappy and hurt because it isn't enough. Like there are when it really counted, he was not the right person. He was not enough. Like... So hopefully I've learned that lesson and I don't have to do it again because I'm fucking sick of this shit. I really am. I,
1: I it's, it's hard because I think I'm like, I'm very much someone who like, if I don't have strong feelings for someone immediately or quickly, I'm like, well, I'm never going to talk to you again. And I think it's hard because I think you also have to learn like with that lesson of strong feelings for someone aren't enough. The opposite lesson is like, you can take your time with someone who treats you well because you might develop those feelings. They might It yeah. might grow. A good person deserves more than two dates. Absolutely. You know?
0: Yeah, I know and it's hard. Um it is hard. Dating is the worst and it sucks and I hate it and anyways Ugh. we're we're going to move on. We're going to fucking move on because whatever.
1: And shrimp isn't even kosher anyway. Hypocrite. Shrimp is
0: not kosher. Hypocrite. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. I never liked shrimp anyways. It was really funny though on TikTok. Everyone was being like we will never eat shrimp again. Oh. Or we will eat all the shrimp. Hit him where it hurts. Yeah, I, yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah, let's let's make a shrimp shortage. <laughs> a shrimp let's eat too much shrimp
0: let's just eat it all so he can't have issue. any. No, dumb motherfucker. I really hope um, just the worst for him and
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. no, I don't really wish the worst for him. I just, you wish
1: nothing because you don't care.
0: I wish nothing but I also wish like a life of minor inconvenience. Like, 100%. I hope he like is never able to find a good parking spot.
1: The train. He always misses the train. Always misses, just
0: barely misses the train. Here's what I really hope. I hope that he's never quite able to get a reservation at the restaurant he really wants to go to. Like, oh. they just won't seat him. Or he'll make a reservation, and then he shows up at the restaurant, and he's like, uh, reservation for shrimp cocktail man? And they'll be like, I'm sorry, sir. Your reservation's not in the system. And oh, says it, like, really loudly really in front sad. of the whole bar- in really the whole restaurant.
1: He's like, I call It's like, we only use resi.
0: Yeah, like, I don't know who you talk to, Ugh. but, um, so... Yeah, I just, uh, I don't hope he's sad and miserable, but I don't think I I have any. I hope his life is not easy. Yeah, I hope it's not easy because he did not make my life easy and he did not have to do that to me. Like, he literally didn't have to do this to me.
1: He could have done actually anything else. (laughs) It could have been so simple. It
0: could have been so simple if he had just, like, like, left me alone, like. I I will say I also like and I can't tell you guys what on the pod, but I did learn something about his last relationship and him uh, that I did not know because he told me something very different. Um, And uh, so, yeah, I'm seeing him in a pretty bad light and we're moving on. We're going to move on. Guess what? So crazy, though. So I went on Raya on Wednesday night just to make myself feel better because sometimes you have to remember there's a lot of hot, sexy fish in the sea mm-hmm. um, and like I'm very hot and sexy and like why am I wasting my time on one man if I'm looking like this? And so I <laughs> I was like swiping. I found this guy. I was like, he's so fucking hot. We matched. He's, he's Jewish, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm not really thinking about it. I go to therapy the next day. I'm like crying in therapy. I look gross. I get on the train. I'm sitting on the train and across from me is like the hottest guy I've ever seen. I was like, oh my God, what an attractive man. But we kept making eye contact. And I was like, why is he making eye contact with uh-huh. me? Like, there's no way he's like checking me out. I look gross right now. Um, He gets off the train. And I was like, RIP, buy hot train guy. You know how you do. Yeah. Minutes later, I get a message on Raya. It's that hot guy from that I had seen the night before. And he was like, were you just on the one train <gasps> downtown? I was like, oh my God. Yes. That's fate. That's the universe telling me like there are so many fish in the sea. I do
1: you remember this? Do you remember that lawyer that I was like I went on like two dates with this summer? A lawyer. But well, it was it was this thing where like it was that thing where he I got a message on Tinder being like being like did I just see you running and I was like yes yeah, and we started talking and then I ran into him at a bar and I was like okay if I run into this guy twice and like he is cute whatever and then I like go to like we like. I think we had already been on our first date and then I like I go check and then I go to check his Twitter and I realized that I already followed him and I was like wait why do I already follow him and then I go and check our d and then I go to dm him being like why do we follow each other and then he had dm me like six months earlier being like you're so cute and funny (gasps) and I was like oh my god like what's going like this is crazy this is fate and then we did hook up and he made a weird noise when hooked up and it gave me the yeah and he also doesn't live in the the state yeah okay it is it is it is but it is amazing it feels incredible when you're like you exist in the real world. Oh my god. And yeah. also just
0: feel, felt good to be like, okay, this is a very sexy man, very interested in me. Like well not very interested, but like yeah. i not sure. Well, go check on out. And like and go
1: use Raya's horrible interface. Horrible
0: interface. And like the universe is saying, Don't worry, girl, like you're gonna be fine. Also, Shrimp Man made weird noises when we we hooked. Like very like feminine moans, which
1: <laughs> Oh, can I tell your listeners what this guy what the lawyer yeah. did? It's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Okay, how was it gonna be? Yeah, very um, I like was like I don't know, like put it, I like put my finger near his butthole, whatever. Mm-hmm. And when I did, he just, oh my god, like it's gonna, it's gonna make me throw up when I hear it. Good thing I haven't eaten today because I like literally I'm gonna throw up. He just make this way, I think like so quiet he would go. Oh, <laughs> it's like even quieter than. It, oh, oh, uh, <laughs> it, was oh my god. it was the worst. It was like oh. it was so bad. It was so it was like a little beep. It was so bad it was it was was like so faint that if you might not notice it but then when you did notice it it made you want to die you can be quiet it's actually sex to be quiet it's actually hotter if you're gonna make that noise to
0: just shut the fuck up
1: oh my god (laughs) you
0: know what whatever i agree moving on anyways besties um well we've been going for a half an hour Uh, (laughs) um i have a lot more that i could say but actually i think this is the last time we're probably ever gonna talk about this so i'm done insulting him i don't need to he's gonna live a miserable life and i'm gonna be just fine so uh let's move on what are we talking about today for the rest of the episode, we're going to talk a little bit about just ba- breakup best practices. Because I think, you know, I'm going through a breakup. You've been through pl- plenty of breakups. We're all kind of... A lot of people are going through breakups right now. Like, it's...
1: It's end of summer before... I feel like it's... There's, just time. A
0: weird, there's weird vibes in the air. Okay, we're going to talk about breakup best practices. We're going to talk... There was a voicemail about age gaps and a voicemail about how to enjoy your alone time, which is kind of ironic. But... Um, oh, well. So, if that sounds fun, fresh, flirty, fantastic, fabulous
1: to Love you it. keep Sounds on perfect sends all those adjectives to me and by the way more i'll add more and
0: more thank you uh, so keep on listening
2: thank you to better help for supporting the show what's the first thing you'd want to do if you had an extra hour every day take a nap work on a skill the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've used BetterHelp at various points in my life for different mental health support, whether it be a lifelong struggle like depression or a specific instance like grief counseling. BetterHelp has been there to offer me the tools I need. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is entirely online, so it's convenient for everybody. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash L-N-D today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash L-N-D.
0: I think anyone who knows me is more than aware that I'm not exactly the best cook. Um, I wouldn't even call myself a cook, actually. I am somebody who basically heats things up and that means that I don't get to have a lot of super delicious meals when I'm cooking at home uh, which makes dinners and weeknights and whatever like not very fun for me but what I really really love is factor eating better is easy with factors delicious ready-to-eat meals even a girl like me who is simply not a chef is able to heat up a factor meal and have a delicious chef quality restaurant quality meal which I really appreciate and it's ready to go in In just two minutes, which is also good for me as someone who's super lazy. Also, every factor meal is a chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go. And you have over 35 different options to choose from each week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto, if those are things you're interested in, which I'm not. I just want to eat something that tastes good. And if it happens to be healthy, that's great. And everything I've made from Factor has been super, super tasty. And like, I'm not saying I'm a picky eater, but like, I don't like everything. And everything I've had has been absolutely delicious. So head to factormeals.com slash LND50 and use code LND50 to get 50% off if this sounds like something thing that you would be interested in. That is code LND50 at slash lnd 50 to get 50% off. Okay, break up best practices.
1: Um oh, I also have one piece of advice that Ellie and I came up with together with our friends that I think is important for your listeners. Not related to breakups, but important to living in New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh that um if there's one thing we know about if living in New York City. There's one thing that we know. It's that you can fit five people in the back of a Camry. You
0: can fit five people in the back of
1: a Honda Accord. Yeah. And it's, you know, the driver might not be on your side, but that's okay. But just knowing that this is one, it was, well, there was a night when we, we like <laughs> took like four or five different Ubers. And where all we, of five them were like these Camrys. tiny
0: little sedans. Yeah. And you can, you can do it.
1: That's the most important piece of advice I think I could ever give. To be fair,
0: I say Zach and I, like, we together make like the size of a normal right. we're person. we yeah. It was short, pretty so. teeny tiny, but still.
2: It
1: was, it's the most impressive thing, but it's also achievable for anyone.
0: And just like a really important piece of advice that I think we all need to remember in these trying times. Yes.
1: Um, so oh, right.
0: anyways, breakup Bible, breakup best practices. Bro, I'm, okay, obviously breakups vary, right? Like you're going to have a breakup where you, maybe you're the the dumpy. Maybe you're the dumper. Maybe it was a really shitty relationship, and you're super happy to be out of it. Maybe you're really, really sad because it ended for reasons outside of your either of your control. Um, Maybe there, it was a
1: shitty relationship, and you're still and really, you're sad, so really sad. A year and a half later, what? Oh what? my god, I wonder who that's about.
0: <laughs> um. And in any case, like I will say, probably the first week or so of any breakup, no matter what the circumstances are, are going to be about the same. And I think that first week is really, really important, mm-hmm. and you need to like. Lock your shit down that week. Otherwise, you're going to be fucked for a long, long time. Obviously, the best advice for breakups is that you have to let yourself wail and cry and scream into your pillow. Roll around on the
1: ground. Punch
0: shit. Like, break plates. Like, be dramatic. Call your friends being like, I want to jump out a building. Like, be so in touch with the way that you feel just whatever wave of feeling comes up like let it be if you feel nothing for a minute be like great i feel nothing i'm gonna vibe with feeling nothing if you're really fucking pissed go put on you know good for you and break a plate if you're really depressed put on a sad taylor swift song and like just cry it out
1: i have my playlist my taylor playlist that's tales which was going to kill me (laughs) and that's the saddest ones i have
0: I always try to find like my perfect Taylor Swift song for the breakup. Like, I like truly am like, what is the one that fits this? Unfortunately, it's like always Better Man.
1: Like, every time
0: it's Better Man. Mine
1: is like, well, mine, for my big breakup, BB, like, I think it like. (laughs) It took phases because, like, f- at first it was very much all you had to do is stay.
0: Ugh. Oh. God. Um,
1: <laughs> and then it shifted into clean and then it became all too L10. Well, yeah. Like, it, it shifts. I
0: will say, like, this is feeling a lot like a – I will say this could be, like, my Jake Gyllenhaal because it was, like, short but really, like, traumatic. Yes, exactly. Like, and, and also, really like, upsetting.
1: emotionally manipulative. Yeah. And
0: just, like, fucked. Because I've been listening to Red and being, like, yeah, relatable.
1: I think in the first week, the most important thing is like, A, explicitly no contact. Oh my God. In many ways, forever. Uh, (laughs) But especially in the first week, like, you can't be texting because, like, I, when, like, I say let yourself go QAnon right after a breakup because I like would read everything. QAnon meaning like every internet rabbit hole. Like I was like reading about like the psychology of pheromones and the psycho- <laughs> like all these things. Like I was reading like published academic papers with my breakup to be like, <laughs> let's figure out the science behind why I want to die right now. Oh. And I just think it's like fill your brain with any nonsense you can I think it's
0: like it's um it's almost being like hedonistic in like feeling what feels good and just doing it eating yeah. the foods that feel good eating the like
1: athlete's foot scratch the itch it's going to it's going to bleed but it's going to feel amazing when you're doing it But it's going to feel
0: so good like yeah. you do kind of have to like pop the blister and let it drain that's a gross metaphor yes. I'm so
1: sorry I think one piece of advice I have that in that first week especially is like Maybe don't drink.
0: Yeah, I would say probably don't drink because it's uh, just going to be worse. Right? I like
1: every time, like the, in, especially in the first month, like unless I was like, unless I was like at, drunk in a space where I could talk about it.
0: With like with your, the, right. the pal.
1: Or if I was somewhere, but even still like being in like a loud club and being drunk, I was like, I just want to leave and cry. No, literally. Yeah. Like
0: you do you hit it. There's a moment where you're like, I'm having the best time. Right. I'm going to live forever. And then you hit the wall of like, I'm gonna die alone and I'm in a loud club surrounded by people who do not care if I live or die. And I need to get out of here right now or I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break down. Um, and that's the worst feeling. Like, so yeah, I would probably like just not drink. I like didn't drink this weekend at all. Like, I just, this week really, I took care of myself and just didn't. Cause I just, I don't need to feel more than I already feel. I just feel
1: tired. Like, I'm already tired enough from crying. Like, drinking just makes you tired. Like, and the headache
0: that I already had from yeah. crying. Dude, I was crying so hard on Wednesday that I li- I threw up. Yeah. Like, I-, I did not need to be having alcohol in my body. I will say also, um, you want to find, like, listen to what your body is telling you. Like, distract yourself for sure. See your friends. Be with the people who bring you comfort. But also, like, know when you need to stay inside. Yes. And, like, I know there's going to be the little voice in your head that's saying, you have to go out, you have to meet somebody, you have to do this and that, you have to show him that you're, like, winning the breakup, like, this and that and the other thing. And it's like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not going to be able to find someone new, get over it, you know, win the breakup or whatever, if you're not processing how you feel right now in this moment. So, knowing when you need to stay inside and just, like, Feel sorry for yourself. Take care of yourself. Last, I did that, that
1: last night. I think well, one thing that I think was really helpful for me is like obviously like they say journal everything and I have insane journaling from it. <laughs> but one thing that I think is really helpful is especially if you're an extrovert going through a breakup, voice memos. Like I would like just put my phone on record and I would just like say everything I wanted to say out loud because it's like my friends couldn't hear all of it. Like, and they did. And I, I truly, when I went through my, my bad breakup, my roommate described it as I was running, in, uh, running a nonprofit profit I was on the phone <laughs> so often, like, around the clock, like, calling all these people, like, yeah. asking for donations of their time for, to listen to me talk about this breakup, whatever. Um, but I don't know. It's, a, it, like, the voice memos are really helpful because, like, sometimes you just need to say things. You just need to say it. And it's, yeah. like you can then go back months later and be like, oh, oh that's how I God. felt. Okay.
0: <laughs> I know the journaling is helpful. Voice memos, that's a good one. Honestly, I do just kind of talk to myself. Yeah. So that's who I am as a person. But <laughs> no, I
1: do too. And then the voice will make you be like, okay, there's a reason I'm talking to myself.
0: Yeah, see, I'm not crazy. I'm I'm documenting.
1: I also think, I don't know, one thing that I found really helpful in like the immediate impact, I don't know if you feel this way, mm-hmm. is like, it's like I was ended up like contacting, I was a mess. I like thought I was going to die. I like was oh, really sick. But I like really, like I think I like, I ended up contacting people that I was closer that I like had lost touch with, or that I was closer with before the breakup. You
0: know, I did too. Like that's how we became became friends, friends, right? Yeah,
1: because it's like you just need to talk to someone who knew you before this person existed. Yes, like you need to be like I was. Like remind yourself, I was happy, I was fine, I was full, I was fulfilled Mm -hmm. before this person came into my life, and it's really good to like be validated in that by people who you may have lost touch with.
0: Absolutely. And that
1: relationship might have caused you to lose touch with.
0: And honestly, sometimes it's just like nice to have a fresh pair of ears. Like I know that that's going to sound like selfish or whatever, but it is, it's nice to have a friend. But it's just nice to have like a fresh pair of ears because like I think people have different perspectives. Someone could say one thing that just like unlocks things for you that just helps you through and just makes you feel so much better. I mean, I don't know, therapy has obviously been helpful for me. And like remembering that I don't know if you're like a everything happens for a reason kind of person. But I something that really helped me in my last breakup, not this one, because whatever, fuck that guy. <laughs> um, when that last one was like, it's not a waste because you get to take everything you learned with you. You get to take the good memories, you get to take the bad things, everything that happened and everything you learned, you get to take it with you Mm -hmm. and now you know more things than you did before about what you're looking for in a real relationship. It's like the step stones, right? Like you have to walk across these stones to get to the river or the other side of the river or whatever and like... Some of the stones are not the right stone. You can't stay on it for too long.
1: My favorite modern love ever. Oh, that was nothing thing. I read every single modern love. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I like my, my eye, like my until my eyes bled. But my favorite modern love ever is this one about this writer who was like in a loveless marriage and she had no idea that she'd like kind of never been in love because she married this guy oh that she was God. in love with. And she ended up going on this writer's retreat and she ended up cheating on her husband at this writer's retreat, whatever. And she fell in love with this guy at this retreat and he broke her heart and she was like in her 50s. And this line I love about it was going through a breakup is this thing because you're welcomed into this international community of the world that you never knew about. And it's like, it's not a waste because, especially your first heartbreak, but even every single one after that, it's like, oh, you're a part of, like, you are feeling this thing that is a part of the human experience, and it's okay because you're, like, entering, oh, you're, by feeling these, by, by feeling the feelings of breakup, like, you're getting to, like, Experience yourself in a new way. You're going to experience the world in a new way. Like, you're not, it's, I i almost think like the phrase that you're not complete until you've met your person is stupid, but you're not complete until you've had your heart broken.
0: I think that's so true. Dr- you know, you said that to me. Yeah. Like a year or however long yeah. ago. And it d- does resonate because it's like most people on this earth have experienced heartbreak. And so it's like this incredibly relatable thing. You can say to anyone, I'm going through a breakup right now.
1: Right. And, be and they're like, going to be
0: like, I completely understand. Like, and there's just something that, that like, collective experience that is really bolstering. Also, I will say one of my favorite things about breakups, and I've said this before, is that people let you act like a fucking lunatic. Oh, oh, my God. Let you act insane. Like, you have a grace period. I mean, you can't do it for too long. But you have, like, two
1: weeks where you can be... I think you have, like, two months.
0: Two months! It I depends mean, I, on the relationship. It yeah, my relationship. relationship
1: is, like, long. But, I mean, and, and then when I was acting like, like a lunatic five months later, I was like, okay, time I mean, to actually get, get a grip. No,
0: but, like, people really are, like look girl if you need to lay on the floor at the bar yeah. and cry like go for it you
1: know like there's something. oh in terms of that yeah, yeah yeah
0: oh yeah just like being a crazy like crying person. anywhere
1: oh my god like ever, like i like literally the, the week i got up, the, the week i got broken up with last like i truly was like getting my hair cut and just seeing my own face in the mirror made me cry i started like <laughs> weeping during the haircut it was and then like, the woman gave me this whole speech But well, honestly kind of counterproductive but the woman who was cutting my hair gave me this whole speech where she was like i was a lesbian in the 60s in new york city you get to cry because of the work that we did i was like okay you're kind of right what the fuck yeah it was i was like i was like i didn't <laughs> like, realize that my breakup so- was a history lesson but sure
0: you're so right Bestie. yeah no for sure for sure um that does make you feel that does make one feel like you're part of something right exactly like, for sure okay
1: yeah i get to be sad over a guy because people fought for it all right sure
0: i cried at the nail salon and the nail ladies offered me soju mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that's good and i was
0: like uh i i don't think i should have this right now but
1: thank you He was like you should not be afraid just like i don't know like Literally, I was, like, telling every barista that I encountered, every, every waiter. person. Like, tell everyone.
0: Unprompted. Unprompted. I would be, like, there. I saw a really cute puppy on the street. And I was, like, excuse me. I'm so sorry. I, like, just went through a breakup. Is it okay if yes. I pet your dog? And they're, like, oh, my God.
1: Absolutely. Take whatever you want.
0: Take, like, it is truly, like... You get to be the center of attention and obviously it's for like such like a sad reason and you do feel like shit. Like you do feel horrible, but there is something nice about the fact that everyone's going to baby you a little bit for a little while, you know, like there is something comforting and I think it always reminds me of how special my relationships are with my friends and my family and also always reminds me how fucking sick, fucking awesome I am. Yes. I don't know why. Breakups always have me like, damn, I'm a fucking What is it? 10 out of 10. I'm a
1: catch. I think it's always a healthy reframing to be like, Because I remember, I remember like never really having these feelings of like, was I not enough? Because I was like, I know I am. Yeah, of course I am. No, of course I am. I'm sad that you don't get to be along for this amazing ride with me. You're
0: the one who didn't see that. That's not my fault. Yeah, yeah. I never had the feeling because people, a lot of people were saying to me with this particular situation, they were like, just know, like, it's not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. And I was like, no, I know. I didn't do 100. Obviously, I did nothing wrong. It's obviously not my fault. It's obviously all his fault because he sucks. Like, I am great. But it always does remind me of like. Damn, I'm a pretty sick, awesome person. Like, I really am. And, like, I'm a catch. And one day, someone is going to notice that. Like, I never, I always feel better after a breakup in a weird way.
1: I agree. Yeah. Like, the, the, like, it teaches you what you want. And that, like, the person who is the, like, the, out there, like, will see those things about you. Yeah. And know that they can make, they'll make sacrifices to have that for you. Oh,
0: which is so great. Look, love is, um like, I love love. Like, love is my favorite thing. And, like, I think it's really brave to continue to put yourself out there, you know, and be vulnerable and actually try and, and put your heart in people's hands and like knowing the, that, that there's like a billion ways that people can hurt you and they do. Um, It's really brave, but like it's the good fight, you know, yeah. we have Strong to keep fighting Christine it. Bransky. Yeah, as as we say, yeah. Like and we do say it, Christine Bransky, um, but you no, know, you have to just keep doing it and it fucking sucks and like you're not going to feel like it right away you're not going to feel like it in a month maybe. Like it depends on the breakup. It depends on the person. But eventually you're going to remember that like there's a reason we do this.
1: And it's not like a, it's also it's not a faucet. It's no. not an off switch. It's no. like it's like, it comes I remember, in waves for sure. It's like I remember that it's also like there's something so beautiful about like one thing I said about my breakup is like I felt like when my, my I knew my I, I think I subconsciously knew my relationship wasn't working but I didn't like acknowledge it. Yeah. But when he broke up with me I felt like I was plugged back in. Like I fought back because I never fought with him, dude. And I felt like I became myself again. And the that's moments, how I felt, right? It's like, not
0: with this one, but like with the last one, right? It's like yeah. you're not
1: like we talked like where it's like it's like when you love someone, you like take away parts of yourself and you make yourself smaller for them. Oof. When it's a bad relationship. When it's a bad relationship. And like the moments when you get to be like, oh yeah, this is who I am. And I remember vividly like the, the moments I had, especially in like the first six months, year since my breakup was like oh, this is who I am.
0: No, I know. And I really feel like this last year for me has been that of like remembering me. Mm-hmm. And I think I even got a little complacent maybe. And so this this little heartbreak, this mini baby pause in the heartbreak, it was a moment of shock of like, damn, I got to get back. Yeah. Like I'm back. I'm me. I'm fine. It is like a moment of remembering who I am and fuck that
1: guy. but Whatever.
0: <laughs> look, it, it, breakups are hard i personally am not someone who's like you have to get under someone else to get over someone like that's not me i like didn't i am like physically disgusted by men when i yeah honestly anyone i like don't want to be touched like don't hold my hand don't touch me like anybody when i'm getting over a breakup i don't know why like physical touch like grosses me out because it's hard not to think about
1: yeah it's yeah. hard because if and also like if to me i also feel like the shame of like if i think the first time i hooked up with someone i was like Almost like I like closed my eyes and pictured it was my ex. And I was like, this Ooh, is really unfair that's to that person. Good. Is that really sad? Sorry. You know what's uh. actually
0: fucking horrifying? Shrimp cocktail man was the first person I kissed after my last breakup.
1: Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. We, we just have to be engaged.
0: <laughs> Wait, we were going to be engaged this year.
1: I'm looking to get engaged within the next three to six months.
0: Yeah. So if anybody is out there. Yeah. We, I did have a friend of mine DM me and said that that he wants to date you. Um, Break up practices, practices, practices. Um, Also, silly, fun little things that you can do.
1: Go to Marie's Crisis.
0: Go to Marie's Crisis. Go sing Broadway songs at a piano bar. Taking silly pictures, like when you have like a guy friend with you, where they're not in the frame, but... <laughs> Like, their hand is in the picture. Oh, yes. Or, like, you're vaguely, like, touching their arm and somebody else took a picture of you, like, touching them or something. And then, like, you repost it as though it's not. Like, those are dumb fucking things. And, like, they're stupid. And they're maybe petty and they're immature. They always make me feel a little bit better. Because I think it's so silly. It's like, yeah, like, I did that this weekend. Mm-hmm. I was, like, having sushi with my friend. And I took a picture of, like, just his hand. And I was like, this is so stupid. Of course, send a message. But it just makes me feel better to be like... Everything's gonna be fine. Yes. I would refrain probably from posting emo songs on your story because it might feel good in the moment. Um, but then a year later you're gonna see that story and be like, that is the most embarrassing thing I've ever yeah, seen in my life. I think
1: I tweeted a lot of stuff where I was like, I was like, it's like definitely uh here's what I'll say tweet whatever you want, but be judicious with deleting. yeah like yeah like remember that like it's okay you can put it up and then it actually can go away right after that
0: can actually like maybe disappear i mean i put death by a thousand cuts on my story
1: yeah and um, you're like no so embarrassing
0: go treat yourself in little ways you know things that make you feel good i will say if you're having a hard time eating because i always have a hard time eating not this time but normally i have a pretty hard time eating after a breakup because i'm like crying a lot and my my stomach's upset eat anything that sounds good it does not have to be nutritious yes. it does not have to be a full meal if you want to eat ice cream three times a day as long as you get some sustenance in your body like that's all one i one thing ask I, of you. one
1: thing i found important was like i had trouble eating because i was like crying all the time is i it's like i went and i just like bought a bunch of like pre-made juices and smoothies or whatever and it was like i it was literally like i was like drinking and sure like but like not that <laughs> no, but i was like i was what? like i know that i have like nutrients in my body so that like if i don't cry, if, I, if i cry all day and i make it and i don't eat until 5 p.m like that's okay because i know that i've like gotten something inside of me like yes. you're gonna feel much worse if you have nothing inside of you so like have so a basic sustenance work. thing
0: everything is worse when you haven't eaten yeah so just like i haven't eaten Sorry. I hate
1: early, but I'm okay, starving.
0: Fine. Oh my god, do you want a snack? No, no. Okay, <laughs> no, but seriously, because the eating like that'll just make you feel worse. Also, always have a water bottle on you at all times, because if you're crying, you're gonna be dehydrated. Actually, I almost went and got an IV today, just like at one of those places that oh, does yes, IVs, yes, yes. like one of those trendy places, because I was like, I'm probably fucking dehydrated, I feel amazing. crying, and it would probably make me feel yeah. so good. Maybe that's like our flirty little breakup tip: get an IV. <laughs>
1: well, one flirty little breakup tip is very specific to me, but I think is broader is like. Ma, I was very lucky that one of my best friends in the entire world, also one of Ellie's closest friends, uh, literally uh, got broken up with the day after me. And we both happened to, this is a crazy story, but we both happened to have plans, have trips planned with our exes <sighs> to go for their ex. For Mine was for my ex to meet my family uh, for the first time. And uh, my friends was for... Uh, her to go meet her to go be with her ex's family they've been together for a while and they happen to be that same weekend and so we both were like let's just change our flights and go to Miami and <laughs> we went on a trip together we both were heartbroken but I think going on a trip having something to plan for like mm. this this trip was like I think a month after the breakup so it wasn't immediately after like I was processing at home but it was nice to be like oh I'm like have a little I have like a little that's like not exhausting project like I'm like bookmarking tabs yeah. I'm like looking up things that we want to do and like We had an amazing time in Miami, but also our trip was weird. Like, I think Toria, I can say Toria. Like, Toria and I, like, I think we can both admit that, like, it was weird. I cried a lot on the trip. (laughs) She didn't cry. That's okay. Uh, But, like, I cried a lot on the trip. But, like, we also had fun, but it's also okay that it was, like, a weird fun trip you know
0: I yeah I definitely have been feeling the feeling of like I want to get the fuck out of this city because I'm like gonna freak out yeah. like I need to get out of here
1: but it's good to not go away immediately and I'm glad I didn't because I think I had the impulse to go I, or I think funny enough wait I did the weekend I went to Washington DC the weekend I got broken up with I had that trip planned but then it was worse because I was like oh it. my initial thought was like oh it'll be so good to like get out of here and was but then it? you get back and you're like it's 10 times worse oh uh, yeah you, like, kind of I guess that's stuff true out. so it's good to like be home for the first week I think
0: that's true um okay Okay, that's probably good. Even though I do want to get the fuck out of this city. Like, I know.
1: I, well, now, like, now it's gonna be get out. Okay, I'm gonna get out. Well, let's go somewhere. Let's go to Vermont. We're going to Paris in March.
0: Oh well, naturally, uh, Paris in springtime. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. So
1: you got to look forward to that. I will look forward t- to that. That. Honestly, that gotta good thing. We we buy our tickets. Buy our
0: tickets. That will make me feel um, excited for that. But yeah, anything else that we want to say about breakup best practices? Oh, uh, I just would say like mute them at least.
1: Uh, I think even better than that. No offense. Actually, not no offense. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I had. It's difficult because I am professionally to do work in social media, so it's very difficult. But I think, even just for your own purposes, have a friend text them because if you block them, you can always unblock. If they block you, you can't see them. So, obviously, you have to have effort. Like, anyone is smart enough. We can go see someone's profile if we work hard enough. But it's nice to not have the immediate impact. This is actually an amazing tip. Have a friend mediate it, unblock them, like, don't have them blocked or meet or anything. Have a friend say, hey, can you go block them on everything? Oh, the, that's the, like the so lovely. I had Haley text my ex and be like hey good to go go block him on all of his accounts because now I that for that time obviously if I wanted to look I could have like I could have found a way I could have gone to a private browser or whatever <laughs> but just to know that like when you're drunk you can't go. It, it takes effort to go look I
0: have never had that impulse like I literally have been like I don't even want to know I don't want to know because it's just going to upset me oh, I, and I don't want to know Zachary.
1: and not anymore uh, this is another amazing tip oh my god I'm, I forgot I'm full of amazing <laughs> tips about this. another tip that I have is put calendar events in so i put a calendar event for the day of the breakup a calendar event for the last time we chose, co- had contact and i would and i had a constantly changing calendar event for the like for how long i could make it without looking at his social media because it's just nice to be like okay it's been two weeks i don't want to look yeah like i don't want to break my streak like a snapchat streak whatever like you know like you don't you want to have this habit so like especially because he and i had texted a little bit it was nice to be like no, this is the calendar of the last time we spoken. And now three months later, I can look and be like, yep, it's been three months since we've spoken. Like, it's nice to like give yourself those markers to be like, I don't want to break this.
0: No, that's a really good tip yeah. back. I don't know. Let's take care of ourselves. And just like, you don't want to look at what they're doing. Like yeah. you you just don't, you don't want to know. I unfollowed him immediately, but I didn't block him because I was like, you should have to look at me and look at what you've done. Yeah, um. that's true. You <laughs> um, want that. Yeah, I wanted that a little bit, but this was like a specific situation. Um, I didn't unfollow my other, my last, x i just muted him because i don't and that's
1: better yeah he just needs to be muted. all love but
0: (laughs) all love but you know yeah um peace and love with peace and love whatever feel again whatever feels good like for me and i know this is so fucking stupid i like last breakup went to the crystal store i bought like 50 fucking crystals do they do anything i don't know but i i own them i lately (laughs) i've been um like on tiktok there's a lot of like love, if this TikTok found you, it's a message from your soulmate. And like, listen, is it real? No. Does it make me feel a little better when they're like, you just went through something really hard? I'm like, I did go through something really hard. I feel so seen right now. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I... I recommend like anything that feels good, even if it's a little silly, even if it feels like you're um, self-indulgent, like just do it because you're going through something. It's grief. It's a grieving process. And you have to let yourself feel it because if you don't, you're going to be dealing with it in two years. Yeah. I'm like, you don't want that. You want to fucking move on from that loser, from that butthead. No,
1: you don't need him.
0: We don't need them. No. All right. That's probably an hour of oh talking. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, you know what? This has been sort of a a heavier, perhaps, episode. I mean, I think we've had fun with it. But, you know, it's been heavier. It's a little breakup episode. So let's just break things up a little bit and do one last silly fun segment, a voicemail about age gaps. Okay, let me play our little voicemail about age gaps just because I know. I know my friend Zachary has has thoughts and feelings about it because I sure do. I keep calling you Zachary. Like, what's going on with that? It is my
1: full legal name. No, I like know, someone...
0: but I never, I, no one ever calls you Zachary. I feel like I only call you Zachary when you're in trouble. That's okay. true. <laughs> okay. All right. Hi, Ellie. So, the question I have for you today is about age gap. I am in my early 20s and have recently found that a lot of the men I have been dating are older what do you think is an appropriate age gap what age gap is too big obviously there's a lot of other factors that tie into this but in general what is your opinion on age gaps thank you no 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 thank you i have a lot of feelings about age gaps but i will say first and foremost after you're over the age of like 25 it's like whatever
1: i don't know <laughs> really i'm really bad about it actually where like i honestly am trying to be better about it um i did go through a phase where i was going on a bunch of dates with people who were like it's hard because you're not like i at the time was 25 maybe 26 for some of these dates but i was going on a lot of dates with like 22 23 year olds which doesn't feel like a big age gap but it's a big difference of like you don't have friends you don't have a life in new york like you don't have know right, right right um and so that i had to tell <laughs> myself i was like i can't go on dates with people who like don't know how to get places, you know. Yeah, that don't makes know sense. anything about New York. Um, in general, I wouldn't want to go on a date with someone who just moved here. I feel like that's like I'm not going to fill that void. You've to figure that out. That makes sense. But it's hard when it's like I don't know. I'm trying to date older. I I, I should try. Yeah. But I'm very much like I want you to someone my weight <laughs> You're <grade>? Yeah, <laughs> I want someone who's like I want someone who's like like a little bit. What grade are you? Like I like, like, want to date.
0: No, but I okay. So like I've dated younger. I've dated my same age. Both sucked. I think I'm gonna go older now, like old. I think I'm gonna date an ancient man.
1: I don't wanna date someone ancient because I'm like m i am like I was like I was like I don't wanna outlive you I don't I don't wanna be a widow. <gasps> I'm thinking long term. I'm thinking long term. Oh my god. I think it's hard it's also just like dating someone older is hard because then like I mean, my ex was a year older, but like That's I, not like But I like I extended my dating profiles to like reach to thirty two. <sighs> mine
0: go up to like thirty six, like I
1: Mine didn't even go that high, but I was like, do I have to face the fact that I'm nearing thirty?
0: We don't have to talk about that. Not
1: nearing thirty, I'm four years away, but still I was like
0: I feel like dating a thirty year old makes sense for us at this age, you know. I know. It
1: does. Like it's very it's appropriate. I know. All right. So any thirty year olds listening.
0: Um, if you're free. Uh but I think when I was twenty, she said she's in her early twenties. When I was like twenty two, I was like, it wouldn't be crazy of me to date someone who's 30. Yes, it would. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. Because what kind
1: of, like, my friend Rebecca Weiser has an loser, amazing joke.
0: What loser 30-year-old wants to date a 22-year-old?
1: This, this isn't it. My friend, well, she, my friend Rebecca Weiser has this joke where she's like, when I was 18, I dated a guy who was 37 because I just wanted to see what kind of guy would do that. <laughs> like... Like, it's just like, what kind of freak? Like, the no, issue it is, is not fr- on the 18-year-old. No, no, it's no, on no, the adult. No. It's
0: literally like, what?
1: It's like, if I why gave a 19-year-old, you? that'd be crazy. I would be
0: like, Zachary. Um, why are you, as a 35-year-old, even interested in a 22-year-old? Like, I think about, like, that guy I was seeing uh, when I was 22, 23, 22, 23, who was 36 years old. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. The man had shoulder hair and no. grays and was taking the thing that men take for Rogaine. He was taking Rogaine. Like, what? Yeah, that's not okay. Why are you... Why are you even... Get away from her. Yeah.
1: <laughs> get no, away from her. No, no, no. Horrible. Um, but
0: that's like an age gap, age gap. Like, I feel like if you're like in your... Well, also,
1: you and I are short, too. So I think it's like also like older people like are like, oh, you're a little baby. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. No, I do
0: think there is something sus about like old men who are into me. I'm like, why?
1: Right. It's like, okay, let's unpack this. Let's
0: like keep talking yeah, about why what, are you interested in this whole thing. <laughs> it,
1: Can we say that? Yeah.
0: Um, no, really. I so So with age gap, I think obviously it's case by case, but... Generally speaking... I think
1: four years... Four, four years, years... I
0: was going to say four years, yeah. like,
1: max. And four years give or take both ways. Yeah, for sure. But then it's hard because, like, I'm like, I don't want to well, date a 22-year-old. I think once we get old... I think once, like, 25 is, like, this clearing age.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like... But I also think, like, we are mature and, like, we are grown. And so, of course, we don't want to date somebody who, like, does not have their life together right. in any shape or form. I think a lot of people will do it, you know? I, yeah. But I don't know. I think, like... Until you're 25, dating someone like under that age is probably like there or under is probably best. And then yeah, you agree. can go to like the 30s and stuff.
1: Yeah. But that's, it's just because like you don't want to babysit someone.
0: You No, you don't. And, babys- nor do you want to be nor babysat. Do you wanna babysat. You, you don't want to be like, it's just like not going to be good for anybody involved.
1: I need to go on a date with someone who uh, has a job um that's why i want to date a 30 year old because i want to date someone who will uh hmm. take me out to dinner and not feel weird about it
0: and you know what i'm gonna just go ahead and say it like that's not asking for very much
1: i think for a while my type was unemployed
0: uh-oh <laughs> and then for a while my
1: type was won't take their under off near underwear off near me and i think both of those things what? were because what well, because they're, they're like internalized homophobia
0: oh good yeah so i'm yeah. trying to
1: f- em- embrace a type that's like employed and um willing to uh be gay, be gay, yeah, for sure. Yeah. and I
0: again, I will say the bar is on the floor, yeah, but in my defense, in your in your defense,
1: I'm looking to get the bar to do a step stool.
0: Yeah, my bar is like is nice to me. And won't fuck me over three times.
1: That's actually, in New York City, that's pretty high, bar. It's pretty hard. Yeah, it's pretty high it's bar. pretty hard. Yeah, it's pretty high bar. pretty hard.
0: But yeah, I don't know. I would date someone now who's much older, but I feel like. What would you say
1: your max is? 36?
0: Yeah, probably 36. Like 10 years would probably be the max. But also, because I actually genuinely feel like I could get married right now. Like, I don't want to, to be clear. But like, if a 36-year-old man was like, I would get married to you, I'd be like, fine.
1: Well, I do think this. I think that I'm, I'm someone who like, I kind of. Like I'm not someone who like wants to be like I don't want to be single like I don't I want to be done with this I hate dating <laughs> do, like I want to be single like I'm an incredibly busy person going on dates is exhausting I'd rather have someone who like I can like spend my time spend all my time with in our schedules yes like I don't wanna have to schedule dates with people and also like I think of someone who would be like happily married at thirty you know and if that but if a lot of people our age wouldn't be I'm happy to date above so that I can be happily married at that's 30, what i'm saying okay, like, we're we like, i don't want to get married much before 30 but like around that is good
0: no i would prefer not to like be but i would you know i don't know it may it depends i guess it depends it's just, on the it's,
1: it's hum- i will say well, i was just with one of my best friends and she's like my husband and she's our age I'm, ah.
0: that's humiliating
1: to say husband it at our a little age
0: humiliating. Yeah. Uh, tonight right <laughs> i was. I just
1: i just was with her and her husband no his name is V. what no i was saying like his name is not he's, he's not her husband he's her he's her the man who lives in our house. He's just the man that lives there. Yeah.
0: No, husband is weird. So in terms of age gap, if you're like under 25, don't be dating old people because they're being weird. Because
1: also, on, like, obviously the pandemic maybe extended this for us a little bit, but like, so it might vary for people who aren't, you know, dealing with the the novel coronavirus. But like, <laughs> and if you're, you're listening us. to this podcast in 20 years, like, <laughs> it might be different. You know, it's a, look at this through a historical lens Yeah, of the novel coronavirus. But I do think that like, it's like up until 25 is like, it's still this, po- it's like this post-grad experience. It's like, there's just like, you are not a real person until then, I no. think. No.
0: And I think we kind of got that stunted a little bit. So we have some time extended right. just because of the pandemic. Maybe but 20,
1: maybe it is actually 24. But yeah, like in, but our, like world, in our world,
0: 25, 26. But, um, you know, my friend said something really interesting actually is that like all the dating cycles are really thrown off right now because of the pandemic. Like, Right now is like kind of cuffing season and everyone I know is going through a breakup. Really. Just like things are a little bit off because I think everyone was having that like COVID desperation of like needing to be yeah. in a relationship because you couldn't see it. Well, people. I feel like we have
1: a lot of the relationships now that are started right after COVID. Yeah, you're right. Yeah,
0: and things are just kind of like, like our breakup apart. cycle
1: was because we were in COVID relationships. It,
0: absolutely yeah. it was. Um
1: You're sorry, these are all the post-COVID relationships. These are the post-COVID
0: relationships. And I feel like people are just like not quite um yeah the the cycle is a little bit off so if you're like not dating right now or you just like got broken up with like it's not your fault it's the novel coronavirus honestly
1: the other day i saw a a guy who i was like i'm obsessed with you don't know why Mm -hmm. but holding hands with another guy and i was like and and first my first thought of course was ew gross two men holding hands (laughs) but then my second thought was like okay there's something beautiful out there that like the man i will spend my life with might be in a relationship right now yeah you know like, it's not just like, it's not, it's not there are so many fish in the sea. It's like, there might be fish who are actually not swimming right now.
0: That's actually so true. Yeah. The thing is also that you don't know until you know. Like, here's the thing. If I met John Mayer in the wild and he was like, sup? He's like in his 50s. I would probably date him. In terms of age, that's what that's what I'm saying.
1: I'm not engaging with that.
0: I know you're like, I know everyone. John
1: Mayer? Everyone thinks You know he what he did to Taylor. I'm not engaging.
0: Nobody knows what he did to Taylor. She didn't really say
1: he didn't didn't go well
0: <laughs> i know i know this is like actually my problematic um uh, like fave like i just like think he's sexy but also he's sober now yeah so he's like could be just like Look, a i love john mayer i'm guy. saying you should marry him no but the thing is i just think that like i would be like a different thing for him he's yes. already slept with all the models you know he I don't needs know who like, my
1: person is who's like really old who i would go for
0: it's john mayer for me maybe billy joel
1: a lot of mine but he's like my really age. old <laughs> Yeah, Billy Joel, you should meet my dad. But he, he looks he's, just like Billy Joel. He's
0: laying good. I think Billy looks pretty good for his age. Wait, who is your old man?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: I can think of so many. Gavin up.
1: Creel, he's deceivingly old.
0: Gavin Creel? He's like 40. <laughs> is he really?
1: Yeah. Um, I don't think I have that many that are old.
0: No. If What about like Leonardo DiCaprio? I just don't think he's attractive no, anymore. No, i not aging. I didn't really even think he was attractive no. when he was. He's not Jewish. And that that is kind of the problem. Yeah. John Mayer, Jewish. People he forget. Is? People forget. That's
1: something we have to, as a society, we've as got a, to talk society, about. Yeah.
0: We, like, really don't talk about that. He's Jewish. Wow. So I'm telling you. So, no, so this weekend I was um, obviously weird and breakup-y. But I was hanging out with my friend from L.A., who's the one who is the reason I hung out with. Um.
1: Oh, right. Geez, geez.
0: Right, right, right. Um, and he just, like, knows all these people. Anyways, we were talking, and he was like, I made a joke, like, well, now this is my uh, date John Mayer era. And he's like, do you want me to text him? <gasps> and I said. Who? And I was like, pardon? He's like, yeah, he's like really good friends with my buddy. Like, I've met him. And I was
1: like. What the way say? the straight men say buddy. No. No. He's not your buddy. He's not your buddy. Yeah. he's not your
0: buddy. He's not your buddy. He's not your pal. Um, So all I'm saying is like, it could happen
1: for me. I am I believe it. Are
0: we manifesting John Mayer for me?
1: I, I hope better for you. Thank but that's you. Okay.
0: Problematic age gaps, though. Um, I would be okay with that one. But if you're like, I would say 1920. And someone date, who's date like 28, 29 is like. You're just like, so different from other women. And, like, I just want to be... With- Run and call the police. Yes. Because they're you being weird. They're being losers. Like, they're being weird. And you can... You just... There are men who will take advantage of, like, very, very young women who don't understand yet what they deserve and how they should be treated. And they don't have to be on their best behavior because you don't expect it. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's fucked up and that's not fair. So stick to your own kind. I couldn't agree more. Um, Any final closing thoughts about... Age gaps.
1: Just that you know, I'm I'm open to any 30 year olds <laughs> who are who are interested in you know proposing so to me in spot.
0: So am I. If you want to go to Vegas like right now and, and marry me, if you're like 30, like I'll do it. I'm, I'm on board. Yeah, I honestly would give up everything I have right now and just like. Oh,
1: I know mine. Well, he's not that, he's not oh, that he was, old, but say. he's following me back on Instagram. Wait, I shouldn't say it on podcast.
0: Oh my god, I'll bleep it. Yeah, that's a good
1: one. He's not that old. He's probably like 35.
0: No, that's not too old at all. No,
1: and so if if, because
0: we're over twenty five, if
1: Bleep, who just followed me back on Instagram, wants to propose, I'm willing. I'm willing and able. All
0: right, so Bleep, if you're listening, yeah, (laughs) propose to Zach. Okay, cutie pies. I think that's going to be our episode for today. Thank you for having me. But what's our little song of the week? I'm. What's my breakup? What's my breakup song?
1: Yeah, what has it been this week? Oh my god, next week's song of the week will be Midnight's.
0: Dude, like the fact that we're gonna have. I'm, it's gonna be midnights for weeks for me.
1: Like, well, the thing is, that was the greatest gift. Is like when I got broken up with, like, sour came out two days later. Yeah, and then when my ex contacted me, red Taylor's version came out two days later.
0: Like, huge for you. I'm really happy. My breakup song has kind of been glad he's gone. Tovlo, because it's just been like reminding me, like, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. You have a song of the week. Anything you've been listening to?
1: Um, I have been listening to. Um, wait, I have, I have an answer. I thought of it. Um, the moon cover of August is amazing But that Yeah I'll say that Oh that the, is really good The moon cover of August is really good. Although
0: it's kind of funny Because Fucking Shrimp Cocktail Man Texted me with August lyrics Used inappropriately In that long I text take it back, he sent I take me. it back I take it back I take it back <laughs> no, I take it's back. fine It's fine it's fine We're reclaiming it Oh I like that
1: Cali Rae Jepsen song It's like I'm coming back for you The one that's on TikTok everywhere What? There was Rufus Wayne write that new Carly Rae Jefferson song. I haven't heard it, I'll but for really that'll be our song, yeah. I
0: guess. Because fuck August. Yeah, the fact that he used a song about
1: I can't. Even Whatever. What I do, again, I guess, he doesn't even understand he gets, it. He
0: gets no more screen time. No. So, all right, besties, I love you guys so so much. If you like the show, if you like me, feel free to subscribe and leave a nice little review, five stars, if you want. Um, I appreciate every time you use one of my codes. It is so helpful to me. If you like me, you can follow me on social media at um, Ellie underscore Schnitt on Instagram at Holy underscore Schnitt on Twitter and at ellie schnitt on tiktok zach where can they find you
1: uh i live in park slope oh no i'm kidding uh, <laughs> uh the, and if you get a 30 year old so if you're in park slope no uh you can find me on instagram at zach schiffman and on twitter at shlife. i hate it but i can't change it yeah i know once you're mean. verified you can't change once it once you're verified
0: can't change yeah. it it's holy schnitt for life yeah so
1: i think i'm shlife on tiktok too but like don't go there i
0: like your tiktok yeah. something i'm loving right now is sip's a uh, yes, surprise surprise, surprise. <laughs> Bubba my jamba Okay, well, make sure to give him a follow because he's like one of my favorite people on this planet. And I love you guys. All of your supportive words have been so helpful. You've been making me laugh with all your comments about shrimp and shrimp cocktail, man. And like, I just like appreciate you more than you could ever possibly know. Like you have actually made me feel so much better. And it's been such a misery. It's really such a miserable week. So I love you guys. And, you know, you know the drill. As always, have a good day, have a good night, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I hope it's a great one. And I'll catch you on the next drive.
2: We went
1: to Superdog.
0: We did go to (laughs) (laughs) Superdog. Bye.
1: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your
0: hands.